What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you are truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we will explore topics from magic to practical step-by-step processes and everything in between. There's no place we won't go, nothing too ridiculous or weird, in the quest to live life as grand as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer are the embodiment of Opposites Attract. Collectively, they're the summation of Megan's big vision, coupled with Suzanne's knack of her details. Partnered in love and in business for the last five years, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Welcome, welcome to Love Life and All Things Weird with your hosts, Megan and Suzanne on A to Zen FM. We're on live, we're listening, and we're talking. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Hey, hon, you know what I was kind of feeling to tell the people what? to start is that we're having such a blast in magic school, you guys. And it's not <gasps> too late to yes. Because every class is recorded, and we've even actually probably half of our group couldn't even make the first two nights. But, oh, my gosh, the Facebook group is blowing up. People are creating, like, mofos. And we're only – tonight is night three of the first module, Question Crafting. And you can just buy one module at a time, or you can do the whole class. But, oh, my gosh, this class is exceeding my expectations. And the group is so dynamic. They're teaching us stuff, and it's like they're brilliant. This group is so brilliant and so magical. So, hun, can we can we remember to post the um, Magic School link? Sign up in Weird on Air. Yeah. So, for all of you guys who don't know where to go, if you're interested in Magic School, then go to Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. And it will all be posted in there. Um, and mm-hmm. the whole series is 197, and you can do each module for 97. So there's three modules um, in September and October and November. So, mm-hmm. and there's, yeah, there's also going to be a link um, in this episode as well. So if you're listening to this on, you know, later tonight or tomorrow or next week or whatever, you can still play. And mm-hmm. um, Well, it's going to be an evergreen product as well. So if you're listening to this like in like 50 years in the future and like we're not even alive anymore, you can still do magic school. That's how magic magic <laughs> school is. <laughs> it lives on. <laughs> it lives on past us. Evergreen, uh-huh. I tell you what. And one other thing, guys, is we are – um, if you're not on Weird on the Air, would highly invite you to get in. Just you just have to ask to be approved, and and we'll approve you unless you're a terrorist or something. And um, if you're uh, mean or stupid, you can't be in Weird on the Air. Yeah, yeah, we we'll, <laughs> we will edit you. We will, <laughs> we will delete you. Is what we will do. Which, yeah. You know, so other than that, you can be as weird as possible. You can be like as, you know, crazy as the day is long and we'll totally love you on in Weird yeah. on the Air. Yeah, so. we totally will. We celebrate weird, <laughs> i.e. weird on the air. Hello. But what I wanted to tell the people, sweetie, is that we're 
um, asking our listeners what you guys would like us to talk about next month. What are the topics that you'd like us to be talking about? And we've had some great ideas in there. And we just want to generate the juiciest topics ever to have the most awesome October ever. So if you have ideas and you'd like to put them in, you're in our chat room right now, we'd love to hear them. And please go to Weird on Air or tell your people to come to Weird on Air for the conversation that's going to just kick keep getting better and deeper and there's going to be free stuff. We're basically closing down all of our other Facebook groups to, to focus on Weird on Air other than um, the Facebook group we have around live events that are going on. Um, so there's going to be lots of action happening there and we want you guys to help us choose our topics for October. What do you want us to talk about? Mm-hmm. So babe, you got to say Weird on the Air because people will not be able to find it on Facebook if Damn they it. just put Weird on Air. They have okay. to well they have to look it up as Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. So, I'm excited about this topic today because this is um part 3 of our three-part series on going from the wounded child to the magical creator. And if you have missed those other two shows, go to adazen.fm, click on the archives on our show and then the archives tab, and those will be there. They're really epic shows. So go back and listen. Um, But we're finishing strong today um, with this topic. It's been really fun talking right before the show about what have we talked about with regards to this and what haven't we really covered. Um, And so with that said, where would you like to start, my darling? Well, sweetie, I want to really – here's the thing, because one of the things that I see so much, and this is true in my own life – is that we have to actually become aware of where the wounded child is still operating the show, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like I I recently did a coaching session with this gal who their four-year-old was running their money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Uh-oh. no wonder, rah, rah, not so good because she's spending it all at the grocery store on candy. So, <laughs> but... But you know what? It's like, no wonder, like, okay, so, like, thinking about, like, this client, right? Money felt super overwhelming. It felt super scary. The responsibility of, like, checking bank accounts and all of that kind of stuff just was overwhelming. Well, if you're four, that shit is crazy scary, right? But for the adult, it isn't. So any place in your world where you are playing small or it feels bigger than you, it's probably a child self running that area of your life. And so one of the one of the indications that your child is running the show is if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel like you can't do it, if you feel like it's too much, you don't want to look at that. It feels too scary. You're putting your head in the sand. All of that indicates that the wounded child is operating that area of your life. I have this client who used to like freak out in rush hour traffic. As mm-hmm. it turned out, there was a car accident that she got in as a little kid that was super, super scary, and it happened in rush hour. And so every time rush hour hit, her basically her three-year-old would take over the wheel. <laughs> Mm-hmm. How terrifying Good is idea. that? Yeah. I know, right? Really, really smart. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of like why. Was, that's, 
Oh, sorry, I keep interrupting you. Um, I apologize. But I was just going to say that's like my four-year-old for years and years and years were, was in charge of my relationship, my romantic relationship, which, mm-hmm. you know, was really not so fantastic because, you know, I was <laughs> the model that I had at, at home was that, you know, in romantic relationship, you fight <laughs> a lot, all the time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You fight, and if your partner's giving you feedback, you go into a three-year-old and and pretend like you can't take it, right? And mm-hmm. so it's like if you're telling a three-year-old that she's not cutting the mustard, that's kind of a big, you know, <laughs> that's a big problem because a three-year-old is not equipped to deal with that. So mm-hmm. everywhere, like, so, like, what I want the listeners to do today is just kind of take an area of your life that kind of feels stuck or overwhelming um, or too big and just kind of ask like, huh, how old am I being here? How old am I being here? And with the case, in the case of this gal that I worked with around money and the gal that I worked with around the car thing is that once we were able to actually separate the child and, and actually have her let go of the job, then the adult could actually look at that scenario and go, oh, I know how to shift this. I know how to change this. I know exactly what to do. Like with my, with the client, with the car, like she never had the sort of ang- the OCD anxiety show up in the car again because her adult <laughs> um, actually took the job away from the three-year-old of handling the steering wheel at those times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's interesting because wherever we're running wounded child, like it really shows up as like almost like either taking a fit or getting like super defensive, like, um, you know, like, why is this happening to me? And like, I can't do it. I can't change it. You know, like all of the, that like reactive kind of constriction, like all that kind of stuff is a, a child response. If you take a look at, you know, like a rebellious teenager that shuts down, you know, at 13 because you've asked them to clean their room, you know, and how many of us are running around and, you know, still trying to work through the woundedness of our 13-year-old and we're showing up that way in our in our careers, with our businesses, in our relationships, sometimes even with our own children, right? Like I've noticed there's been moments where my teenager starts fighting with my kid who's the teenager, Right. So anytime there's the 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 wounded child or the young one that's running the show, it's pretty much going to create drama, trauma, uh, problems. <laughs> right. Yikesy, dikesy. It really is. So and and as we've talked about on this series, anytime you get to a place in your world where you don't feel OK, that's a place where the child is running it, at least in that moment. So with this other, you know, with this other gal who, who the child is running the finances, it's not like the four-year-old was the, always the one running the finances, but predominantly when there was a challenge around money, the four-year-old would, would show up. So it's not like, oh, I'm always four, but it is that that energy when we get overwhelmed, and that's another really mm-hmm. good sign. You get overwhelmed. That's when it's like, okay, how old, how old am I being here? And then you clear that, right, with a clearing statement. Okay, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. 
who am I being here? How old am I being here? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. The other piece is, and we've given this exercise before, but it's so powerful, we'll probably give it another 20 times, which is where you just put your hand in the area that you feel that child energy as you get a sense of the age or an image of yourself at that age and just say, hey, honey, it's okay, I got this. You didn't do anything wrong. It's not your fault. You're not supposed to know about this stuff, actually. You know? Mm-hmm. And you know what? I want you to go play because that's your job. I'll handle the bills this month, okay? <laughs> you know? <laughs> or I'll I'll talk I'll talk to I'll talk to the husband because that's my job. That's not your job, honey. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And so that you basically literally and you may find your own way with this that works good for you but you literally have a conversation with that energy and you say hey i got this it's not your job and for a lot of us who grew up in really um dysfunctional environments we had to grow up really really fast so you know one of my clients she her mom was so checked out that she basically had to learn how to make breakfast for herself at three years old and get up on the counter and figure out how to do toast and, you know, all these other things. And so it's like there's so many of us that that the three-year-old is the one that learned to run the house or the four-year-old that learned to run the relationships because we had to. And so we kind of skipped this sort of place of play. And so when when life kind of throws a challenge at us, those survival energies pop up so quick. And and it it's very stressful and it's very scary because for the three-year-old it is. For the three-year-old that's way too big. So as we give our three-year-olds, four-year-olds, five-year-olds, teenagers permission to go play while the adult part of us handles that part of our world, we start calming down, we start seeing resources, we start seeing that we're really okay or that we can learn the, the things that we need to learn to make that area of our life work for us. Mm-hmm. Cool. So there's an interesting question in the chat room, and I'm not sure if we want to go here or not, but Ab is asking, what if it's not the child but an ancient old me? So it's kind of like speaking to um, past life stuff. You know, like not necessarily Mm -hmm. like trauma Mm -hmm. or, you know, woundedness or dysfunction in this lifetime, but in a previous lifetime. And so do you, do you, yeah, do you want to address that? Yeah, I do. Um, And, and one of the things, and this is always our caveat around working with, you know, child parts or past life parts, is you simply want to acknowledge it enough to change the energy. There are people who live in their childhood trauma. There's people who live in their past lives, and they ain't here. So that's the first thing that I want to say is we're doing this work not to go back into the past and not to stay stuck in the past, but just as an awareness. It's like, oh, there's some energy stuck somewhere. And it actually doesn't really matter where it's stuck per se. There's a lot of stuff that I've cleared and cleared for people, and we never, we had no idea where it was from or what age or what lifetime but the energy's cleared and they now have choice. That's all we're looking for here. So I just want to say that. The 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 tool that I would give um that I really, really like, and it's an access tool that Dane here came up with about a year and a half ago. And it's basically when when something like this comes up, the first question you want to ask is who who am I being here? And then you pot and pock all of the energy 
that comes up because you may be being a past life self. You may be being just playing out an idea, uh, a construct of like incompetent or something like that. So who am I being? Okay, everything that is right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine boys, shirts, and beyond. When am I being? And that takes you to the time frame that that thing was created. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine boys, shirts, and beyonds. Where am I being? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine boys, shirts, and beyonds. How am I being? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine boys, shirts, and beyonds. Why am I being? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine boys, shirts, and beyonds. So it's the, it's actually the questions from, you know, uh, these are the questions I learned in journalism school, right? Who, what, when, where, why, and how. And so you want to mm-hmm. run all of those and clear the energy around all of those. And it's, it's really handy because you don't have to go into the story of any of it. You just let the energy come up and clear it because at the end of the day, all of these clearings and all these awarenesses are simply to help you get to be able to choose the things you haven't let yourself choose that you know you want to be choosing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, the way, what I would add to that is all the causal incarnations, incarcerations, and inculcations that you're still buying as yours. Everything that brings up and lets down, can we uncreate and destroy those? Yes. Say yes. <laughs> Say yes. <laughs> right, wrong, go to bad, pot a buck, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. Yeah, so play with those odd and see. Um, and then, you know, ulcs, vows, filties, camilties, because there's anytime there's past life stuff, past energies that you're still playing out, there's something that's kind of binding you to that past energy. So is that an oath, a vow, a filthy, a kabilti? Is it a um, contract? Is it a compassionate connection? Like there's a shit ton of energy that we get stuck in from past life. And so it's about tuning in and clearing all of that too. Um, and I would add to that that there is a lot of value to holding on to our shit. This, this, the, guys, here's the deal. You're not going to like to hear this. But anything that you are having a difficult time changing that you've like been trying to change for a long time and it hasn't changed, it's because you're getting something out of, there's a value in hanging on to it. And for some of us, the value might be it feels safe. For some of us, it's like, well, as long as I'm the victim, everybody else takes responsibility and I don't have to, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the other big question you want to ask is, what value am I getting out of staying in this wounded place? What do I get out of it? And everything that is times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. You don't even, again, you don't even have to intellectually get an answer. That's what I love about access consciousness is it really is about clearing it at the for, at the level of energy where it was created. And sometimes you'll have awarenesses when you ask yourself, hey, what's the value? What's the value of being four when I do my money? Well, gosh, my daddy always comes in and gives me a check. That's what mm-hmm. happens. That's what's awesome about being four with money. Frickin' A. Right. And then mm-hmm. I wanted to also address um, Allie's question in the in the chat room, which I think is really, really awesome, is what if the environment was too perfect and we don't didn't want to leave to explore? So the childhood was like idyllic. Right. And it's like, oh, this is the safe place. And so it's like that that felt so good that you didn't like develop the explore muscle. Right. And so it, it's like the wounds, it's so funny because the stuff that stops us doesn't have to be what other people would consider trauma. It just has to mm-hmm. be what 
you know, it's kind of based on our own choices and decisions that we made based on the environments that we grew up in. So, you know, what would it take? What energy, space, and consciousness can I be to allow the child me and all of me to explore with total ease? So um, for some of us, like exploring felt safer because our home felt unsafe. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, like, you know, we have different different sides of that same coin. But, you know, essentially it's like, cool, like, what's it going to take? What what can I um, is it time to explore? And so for you, Allie, you might talk to the little one and say, hey, you know what? It's cool if you want to just play with mommy right now. And I'm going to and while you do that, I'm going to go explore. Right. So mm-hmm. it is the same conversation. Mm hmm. Cool. Well, darling, we got to go on break. So, everybody, we're listening. You are listening to Love Life and All Things Weird, and we'll be back for more about change, really transforming from the wounded child to the magical creator. Just, a, we'll be back. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or? Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. 
You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to suzannepstalker at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. This is fun in the chat room. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I heard you laughing during the commercials. Oh, um, I know. Yeah. I couldn't help it. Oh, my gosh. The chat room is so fun. <laughs> yeah, so if you're not in the chat room, people, why not? Uh-huh. Come to AZN.FM and click the chat button. Everybody's <laughs> welcome. And we have, like, another party going on in the chat room. It's super fun. So, um, yeah, what do we want to say about the chat room conversation? <laughs> uh, um, well, uh in uh, someone shared that with uh, sex, they asked how old they were being because that was a stuck area, and they got that they were 63, which is way older than they are. So it's like, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's probably another past life. And or um, oftentimes, like that when we're growing up, like if we mimic or entrain to an adult in a particular area, then we will play out that age in that area. So like um, I've shared this on the show before about like how Suzanne, you pointed out to me that I was talking like an old person all of a sudden, like I turned 50 and I was like, (laughs) freaking brick, you know, (laughs) you're like looking at me like, who are you? And I was like, Oh, I'm being my grandparents because my grandparents raised me. And so as soon as I hit 50, because I came in to the house, um, they adopted me when my grandma mom was 52 and my grandpa dad was 48. So it was like kind of right in there. And ever since I was little, those were the conversations I was hearing was about being old, right? So like on some part of me, the switch clicked on. And so we do that. I I can't even believe like how many clients I have that mimic their parents' sex lives because they were um, – basically in a bassinet in their bedroom or whatever, and then they sort of felt the energy of that and went, oh, this must be what sex is energetically, right? And so mm-hmm. we have all kinds of crazy stuff, you know, uh, where where our stuck energy is. And I think that's what's so brilliant about the who, what, when, where, why, um, because it just kind of clears the energy from wherever, however it is. And as long as you're willing to clear the value that that's giving you, right? And to really get that, wait, wait a minute, maybe that was a value when I was four, or maybe it was a value when I was 10, but it's not actually getting me what I want now. As soon as you release the value and you actually release the energy from where it was created, then you're able to make a new choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it because um, the person that was just sharing that, odd, she just said that she just got, she actually got it from her grandma. Uh-huh. That the 63 uh-huh. was her uh-huh. grandma. So, <laughs> so right? yeah, how many of us have adopted these patterns and these issues and this, quote, woundedness from our generational lines, from our parents and grandparents and siblings and all that kind of stuff, and we're running all that energy as ours. Like, you, you know, you can tell when it's not yours, when you try to do everything and it doesn't change it. Like, um, that's kind of an indication that it's not yours. I tell you what, I there's been things that I have, like, worked on for years that I thought were mine 
They were actually not. They were like my mother's. And so I can't clear something that's not mine. I just get to return it to sender with full consciousness and, you know, and get rid of all of my points of view of why I need to keep running it. Right. So um, it could you could be just needing to use the tool. Okay, I return this to source with full consciousness or the biomimetic mimicry clearing as well, which is really an incredible clearing for letting go of the energies that you're holding on to from your family. I also want to bring... Yeah, I wanted to do the biomimetic clearing. So what creation are you using to invoke and perpetrate the biomimetic mimicry of whoever's pathways, pains, and realities that you are choosing? And then you can also say, so you can say of other people's pathways, pains, and realities, or if you know, like odd, that it's your grandma, you can say what creation am I using to invoke and perpetrate the biomimetic mimicry of my grandmother's pathways, pains, and realities with regards to sex that I am choosing. And everything that that brings up and lets down, can we all uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Yes. Right and wrong, Mm -hmm. good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. So that's the biomimetic clearing, and that is awesome. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to bring up the other thing in the chat room because I think it's hysterical. Because I, it really, it really exemplifies the whole series, which is everything that were all of the sort of unquote wounds and or stuck places there's a value we're getting from it we're running it because it's giving us something and it feels safe or it and it's keeping us from being that thing we judge and so like one of the chat roomers said that um she asked what the value was that she was getting for not being able to change her body right Mm -hmm. and um and and she said what she realizes i don't want to be a sexy airhead that gets things easy for her looks <laughs> so so we decided to do a clearing in the in the chat room uh, what energy space and consciousness can we be to be the sexy airheads that get everything easy for their looks with total ease and everything that doesn't allow us to be the sexy airheads we truly be can we now uncreate and destroy that please Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, 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 I couldn't actually admit that um, I actually want to have a sugar mama or a sugar daddy or maybe both, right? But like for (laughs) 20, maybe 25 years, I was in so much resistance to that. I would call the women that, you know, would like go for the rich guy and all that stuff because I I didn't want to be that kind of woman, right? So... um, (laughs) Sugar, sugar, mm-mm, oh, honey, honey. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just announcing to all the airwaves, anybody that wants to uh, provide money for me and for me just being cute and uh, a sexy airhead 
or whatever, I'm totally open for it. Totally down <laughs> for receiving that. I got really Woo! clear yesterday that I actually could just not work or maybe not just get paid to work. I I think I'll always like love to make an impact and quote work, but I I really just want money coming in no matter if I do or don't. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh man. So everybody's everybody's on this one, I got to tell you. And and I want to I want to kind of say something though that is like one of the biggest things that I see that sticks people is they don't want to be the thing they're judging about that. So if you have judgments about people with money, you will let yourself have money. Like if there's somebody in your life or you saw people manipulate or hurt people with money, then you will keep money away so that you won't be like that. But it's so dumb because you're not going to be that with money. By the way, it's like this is just something that I was thinking about the other day. It's like if you're scared to be an asshole, chances are you're not one. Right, because it's yeah. like if you were an asshole, you wouldn't know you were an asshole, and you wouldn't care if you were an asshole. So the fact that we're scared to be that is an indication that we could probably never be that, right? So it's like, you know, so like, what energy, space, and consciousness can you be to be the wit, the rich shyster bastard you truly be, right? Like, so it's like really taking those places where you're resisting and reacting and really looking at that energy. That's another way that those are wounds of a different kind, right? We've seen people mm-hmm. use energy to hurt people, to manipulate, to to do power over. And because we're so sensitive and kind and caring, we never want to be that. So we kind of threw the baby out with the bathwater instead of going, okay, cool, like, wait a minute, like they use money for for hurting people, but look at all the people that use money to change the world. And probably based on who I am, that's who I'd be with money. So like, that's another thing. When we look at those stuck places, those are little, like we're laughing about it, but those are little wounds right there, right? Where we Mm -hmm. saw somebody do something that was not kind. And so we made this decision, we put this control on it and said, I'm never going to be that. And so then we stick ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, so it's really, I mean, kind of coming back to where we stick ourselves, there's it's pretty much like we're playing victim. We're really just secretly or unconsciously or subtly or maybe not so subtly playing victim. And we have not actually taken accountability or responsibility or we have not actually stepped into choice. So if you really want like the simple version of how do you go from the wounded child to the magical creator... The first step is awareness and taking responsibility and then choice, choosing something different. That's pretty Mm -hmm. much what we've been talking about now for three shows is awareness of where you're stuck, taking accountability, clearing out anything of the way in the way and choosing something different, choosing something new, choosing to create and be the creator that you truly be. Yeah, and it I like I like the word author. Like being the author of your story, not the character that's getting flung around in it, right? <laughs> and that really is the the creator, the magical creator. 
um, and stepping into that. And all the tools that we've given for the last three shows are about being the creator. It's about being the author. Well, okay, like I'm not this energy. I'm not this wound, Mm -hmm. right? I'm not Mm -hmm. this limitation. So since I'm not that, I'm going to clear that shit. (laughs) I'm going to choose something different. Right. And so and part of it is, as you're as you're saying, hun, is that there's an awareness piece. It's like, OK, cool. My four year old is running my marriage right now. That is not working. <laughs> you know, no wonder I shut down in sex because I'm freaking four or whatever, you know. And it's like instead of going, well, you know, my husband, he's just that way and he just wants sex. And he just do you know what I mean? Instead of like going, OK, what's going on with me? That I that I am not. Think that. What? <laughs> what if I said? Well, well, that you know, my husband is just like that. Like he just wants sex all the time. Like he's just a dirty old man. <laughs> like what is that voice? That's been channeled from your like family line or something. Yep, I yep, don't know. It really is. It really is. Like, there, there's an energy in my family of, like, men only want one thing. And, like, boys are dirty or something. So everything mm-hmm. that is times a godzillion, I uncreate and destroy it. That's right, why Bronco, you're gay. Huh? Is that why you're gay? No, I'm gay because they showed me a picture of somebody having a baby when I was 16. And I was like, I ain't doing that. What is the best way I could not do that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, though, it so has everything that this is bringing up for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we digress. Right, yes, wrong, good, pop, bad, pop, 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 all the big boy issues. <laughs> but, you know, what's really cool about that, though, I, I think this is relevant, and, and which is that I had this really awesome experience last year in the ESC with Dane, where I don't I don't even know what the hell I came up to ask, but it wasn't this, and it ended up, where he was facilitating me around my uh, definition of being a lesbian, which actually is me cutting out a whole bunch of energy, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, um, by the end of it, I had renamed myself an orgasbian, and ever since then, I've been having crushes on boys. <laughs> it's awesome. And and what that is is it's just that I'm I'm noticing that I'm allowing the energy of men into my space in a way that I never have. And it's been really awesome. And it's like, it doesn't, it's not about like, oh, and now I'm straight. It's not about that. It's really just about being available to receive from all things and and to be able to use all energies and be able to receive from all energies. And everywhere we, we have a wound, we actually stop receiving. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that's the thing that begins to take, we begin to build walls around it and constructs around it. But at the end of the day, we're not receiving everything we could possibly be receiving. So all of the wounds that you've been using to not receive the amazing life you could be living, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pock, pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyonds. I like that name for you, Orgasbian. It's awesome. Do you? Really? Yeah, I do. I really do. I think it's really cute that you're all, like, crushing on boys. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, in Italy, I was like, oh, my God, he's so hot. And Suzanne's looking at me like, who are you? Who are you? (laughs) And do you realize that he's, like, 20? And I'm like, I know, it's hot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're a cougar, darling. You're a cougar. (laughs) 
I and and thank you, Dane, because I am now a cougar, <laughs> an orgasmian cougar. Oh Lord! Oh. But I have to tell you that my uh, it's uh, everything, every single thing, because that's the thing, right? With the wounds, is like I don't want to look there. I don't want to look there. But there's freaking gold there. Right? Mm-hmm. If you realize that this didn't happen to you, that those experiences were designed by your being or your soul or whatever the hell you call that, okay, so that you could develop gifts faster, so that you could open up into things and awarenesses so that you could be what you came here to be, so you could be all of your capacities. Certain wounds develop certain capacities. And... um and if you're unwilling to look in those places and to actually say, hey, wait, I'm the creator here. What else is possible? What can I choose now that I'm aware? So we're well, gonna and about- yeah, we're going to talk more about that. And no wonder we're talking about sex because how much of the planet has woundedness in one way or another around sex, sexual energy, sexualness, and all of sexuality and the whole thing, right? So, of course, we would go here. So we're going to go here some more. We come back from break. You're listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career, where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or? Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, 
Call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to Suzanne P. Stoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Are you going to bring it back? All things weird. I will if you will not talk over me. I was just (laughs) typing at the moment. (laughs) Oh, no. You know, it's so crazy. There's so much action in the chat room that I cannot even keep up with it because it keeps scrolling up and I have to keep scrolling back to see what the hell is going on. We are having a party in the chat room today. I tell you something. Uh Yeah. Yeah, so let's do some one, two, threes for all the energy that's being brought up in the chat room. And for all you listeners out there, too. Huh? Tell the people what one, two, threes are. One, two, threes are just this awesome magic tool in access consciousness that clears energy. (sighs) That is really good explanation. I love it. It can be really simple, right? So it's plus it's really fun. And every time I do it, I just feel lighter. Cool, huh? Yeah. So So all you do is just, yeah, all you do is just kind of like, I kind of flick it out from my fingertips, you know, but everybody can do it the way they want to. You just go one, two, three, and bring up that energy, um, that clearing energy with the intention that we're clearing all this shite that's up. So you just do one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. One, two, three, one, two, three. Cool. Yes. And I really love, there was a question in the chat room that I really, really dug. And she said, can you play all the time and still be an adult? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that, I know I did say the word adult, but I actually don't really recommend being one because I actually I'm not one really so much. But I mean that the, the I think maybe a better way to say it is to say that you're living from the infinite being place right that you know that whatever that you're way way grander than any kind of opposition or challenge that could come your way and what i believe is that is that the highest state of creation is play so i i absolutely recommend playing all day long absolutely mm-hmm. and not adulting per se but actually being in that infinite place of play and creation and everywhere hey hey, hey. B- by the way we have a show about adulting oh we, we really do, do. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so go and listen to that show people um i can't remember exactly i'll look it up to see what the title is while you're doing the clearing on it but it's an awesome show <laughs> now are beautiful. So you've interrupted my clearing, so I don't know where I was. <laughs> I'm being such a good interrupter, aren't I? Today? You are. You are, honey. You're willing to interrupt. I think that's really awesome. <laughs> I do. I know. Like, that's so not me normally. <laughs> I know. But, you know, it's like we, we kind of play by all these rules and then we use them to to keep our voices silent. And it's not like about being an interrupter all the time, but it is about knowing when and that and having permission to choose that in a moment when it will create greater. Right? Yeah. I'm really proud of you for interrupting, actually. Thank you. Hmm. Yeah, now, do you remember the clearing? 
Um, no. But, but, oh, yeah, I know. So everywhere that you're trying to be an adult and all of the rules, regulations, and systems, and autoresponders, and connecting points that you have around that that is making your life crap, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Mm-hmm. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, yes. pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. And anything that doesn't allow you to choose to be the magical creator you truly be for all eternity, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. And Keisha just put the link to the adulting show in our chat room. Thank you, Keisha. She is just on it like blue bonnet. Yeah, we don't recommend adulting, really. Like, it's sort of boring and... <laughs> Not very creative well, or fun. Yeah, and our show is play the anecdote to adulting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the M- Marietta said she goes, "What a relief!" Okay, play, play, play. <laughs> you don't have to yeah. be a, do- a dumb dolt. <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. Well, what now? We got like five minutes left. You know what I want to say, um, and I'm sure something will something will maybe pop in around the show, but I really want to talk for just a minute about um, Roar coming up because it's we're bringing out Lisa Cooney to to Park City, Utah, in the first week of November. I believe Roar is the third and the fourth, and um, it's a radically orgasmically alive reality, and it's really about cutting all of the energetics around the wounded child and stepping into the full alive creator that we all are and then it's going to be followed with a three-day body class and as well as a taster that her and I are going to do called creating beyond abuse in business and I have never seen anybody cut the energy cords of that of wounds like Lisa Cooney it is a fantastic thing to experience and to see and if this topic is resonating with you, I highly, highly, highly recommend uh, checking that out. We'll put the link um, in the chat room here as well as um, on Weird on Air. And I just really like if you are ready to create and you know that you've been there's some places in your life where you're operating from the wounded child. I mean, the radio show is going to give you lots of tools and it's going to open some doors. But if you really want to get to the core and get that out and keep and like really step into creating the life that you know, you know, you want to be living that I can't recommend that enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's amazing. And it's been really fun because um, she was on our show on the first of this series. And then we've been on her show a couple times. The second time was yesterday, which, you know, the show title was like, um, what was it? Terrorizing, um, terrorizing You're, yourself? Being a terrorist in your own life. Yeah. So it was so dynamic. Um, talking about how we we actually start abusing ourselves when we've experienced abuse, that it goes internal. Um, and that is a fantastic show, too. So if you want to get a taste for how Dr. Lisa um, facilitates, which is just like rapid-fire craziness, where your brain just wants to kind of explode because it's so amazing... <laughs> and rapid and and transformational, then um, check out um, hers is drlisa.cooney.com 
and you can go to her radio page and it's on there. So um, lots and lots of uh, resources for clearing abuse and really creating the and be and stepping into the creative magical um you know awesome person that we all are mhm and thank you Keisha for putting all of those links in the chat room space for uh the taster event the roar event and the 3 day body class it's going to be epic you guys and i want i want as many people to come play with me selfishly as possible because i really believe that when enough people in a certain area change their change their stuff it opens up an entire space um in the world and in that area and i'm so excited to be just blowing the lid out of some of the utah the utah oppression and suppressions so i'm super excited and and what i love is that it really is a space of play and it's kind of like our show in that we don't yes we deal with sometimes some really big stuff like some of the things you bring us are really like stuff that has been challenging you for a while and it's been painful in your lives. And there's a way to play our way through, guys. And it doesn't have to be harder. We don't have to pound pillows. We can just like move through the energy and open space um, for new possibilities. As it's time, like we're the weirdos are waking up, the 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 energy people are waking up. Those of us are here to create a new world. We're waking up, and it's time to create, and we feel it. And let's go. Let's do this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Yeah. Well, you know what? Keisha is also um, bringing Dr. Lisa onto her show. On mm-hmm. um, When is that? It's like October 14th, right? Do yes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 14th of October. So, holy cow. Um and it's being pre-recorded on the 13th. So, Dr. Lisa is is like showing up everywhere, which is just so awesome because everywhere she goes, she clears shit. So, <laughs> I know. I was in my shit for like 3 hours after the show yesterday. I was like, <laughs> as supposedly I was a host. So, you know. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm going to get my healing however it occurs. I'm telling you, I'm in. I'm in it to win it. Who's in it with me? Let's do Uh this thing. Can we get a hell yeah and an amen? Can we get an amen? (laughs) Hallelujah. Okay, guys, please put your votes in Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne about what you want us to talk about. Um, Lori tossed out chaos, and that's where I want to go. I don't know if you want to go there, hon, but keep giving us your ideas. They're awesome. All right, we'll see you next week for more fun. Bye for now. Keep playing. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Megan and Suzanne will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. Be sure to tune in for more tips on how to live in the land of and and claim your marvelous, magical life.